News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1 800 795 9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Greetings. Welcome back. WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the Mark. Uh, we're back in the past. Who's our producer? Kevin Hur. Kevin's back again today. Kevin, right. Kevin Hur. And because it's... Uh, we nobody has to wear a tie around here anymore because we don't get any visitors. <laughs> um, it's, he's not the suit today. He's just a casual, nice shirt, nice sweater. It's nice to come in here after all these years and not have to put a tie on. All the many years I had to come in in a tie <laughs> and a jacket every day. <laughs> I still have thousands of ties in the closet. Do we? Okay. I do. I, I haven't discarded any ties. In fact, people keep giving me more. Uh, some uh, a, a good gentleman that I met up in Turbotville gave me some ties that were f- archival, great. Styles from the 50s and 60s, and well, they're, when, they're really nice. When my wife gets tired of rummaging through her closet, she goes into mine and says, You don't wear this anymore. You don't need these ties. You don't need these shirts. You don't need these jackets. <laughs> what, what is that from? I guess you won't be needing this anymore. <laughs> you know, if I do the one year test in my closet, the thing would be empty. I have these big bags that go to the, you know, the community aid or someplace like that, and mm-hmm. I always have to open them up and check and make sure she didn't throw out my burial suit. <laughs> oh, you're saving it. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Okay. Is it going to fit? You, you look like you lost another pound. No, I haven't lost another pound. I'm still the same. Hmm. In any event, what brings you here this morning? Oh, okay. The Sunbury Motor Company. They is, brought you here. It's a family-owned dealership since 1915. They are the sponsor of WKOK's live uh, telephone talk show, On the Mark. As we mentioned, Kevin Hur is our great, uh, fabulous substitute uh, producer on the other side of the glass. Rob Center has the week off. And uh, Mr. Joe McGranahan is across from me, happens to be the mayor of Dam, but he comes in here as a lean, right, natural-born listener willing to hear and dismiss almost anything you've got to say on any side of the aisle. And he is... I always agree with you when you say how good the Sunbury Motor Company is. Right, yes. <laughs> uh, he agrees that our sponsor is the Sunbury Motor Company. So we're in 100% full agreement on that. Our toll-free line now open. We'd love to hear your opinion on important topics. 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemarketwkok.com. And text us at 70236. Include the keyword OTM. And uh, let's see, things that are in the news. Of course, we can always talk about the COVID-19 pandemic. That's been a frequent uh, topic. Uh, talk about uh, President Biden. He's doing exceedingly well in office. Uh, very, very <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's one of well, the best I've heard in a long time. Huh? He's done one or two good things, in your view. <laughs> he hasn't gotten us into a war. And, Give him uh, time. He's about to. Of course, he got us out of a war, so that you get some credit for that, although not in the most gracious manner, but that's a, another topic. At least we're out. How about uh, Jen Psaki making fun of crime? Did you find that unusual? I didn't hear about that, strangely yeah. enough. See, I don't follow Fox News enough. I don't even know that she was laughing at crime. I did see on the Hill that she was talking about President Trump's comments over the weekend, so we can well, get to those. Well, but, President Trump's comments were reprehensible, but, I think. Uh, but Russia, Ukraine in the news today, so we can talk about that. Olympics, we had a good conversation that included Olympics. Should we go to the Olympics? They're growing. Oh, satanic. Got to go right, away from okay. there. Would you like to nope. worship Beelzebub? Beelzebub, right. Bub, okay. He's going to be in the front row. Okay. At every game. <laughs> At every game. <laughs> 
multiple. Um, and so let's see, that's that. Uh, but uh, yeah, the growing number of individuals say, wow, I didn't realize it was so bad in China. So uh, maybe uh, some folks, maybe that's going to just taint the viewing for folks. I think maybe they'll still watch, but it'll taint it. Remember the Olympics are taint worth to, watching. That's uh, what I say. Oh, in your view. Well, yeah, you're not a big Olympics fan anyway. So well, not with Beelzebub in the front row. <laughs> yeah, that ruined I it for me. Stay away from it. <laughs> Good Lutherans don't watch anything where Beelzebub well, is neither the main Catholics, so I mean, we try and stay away from him as much as we can. All right, 1-800-795-9565. We would love to uh, hear from you. Um, May I tell you this story? Yes, the fr- please. The Fraternal Order of Police, America's largest police union. Now, these are not radical people, right? Harshly criticized... Conservative-leaning National Police Union, yeah. They harshly criticized Jen Psaki on Monday after the White House press secretary mocked Fox News's coverage of rising crime rates and questioned the validity of discussing soft-on-crime consequences. She said, I think it's very wrong... I'm sorry, he said, I think it's wrong, very wrong, for Ms. Psaki to suggest that violent crime in our country is of no concern or to just laugh it off. And she did laugh it off, said the president of the FOP, Patrick Yose, in a statement on Monday. She may feel safe in the White House, one of the most protected buildings in the United States, but not everyone feels safe in their workplace. Saki made the comments last week in an appearance on the podcast Pod Save America, criticizing Fox News for covering crime, while other news outlets reported on other stories. And then she said, and then on Fox is Jeannie Pirro talking about soft on crime consequences. I mean, what does that even mean, right? So there's an alternate universe on some coverage. What's scary about it is a lot of people watch that. Now, there can be no doubt that crime is out of control in this country. Look at the murder rates in these major cities. The crime rate. People running in uh, groups of people going into stores, smashing counters, stealing things as a group. There was a story out of Rite Aid. I forget where it was, but they're closing the store now. People walked out of the store carrying bags of stuff they shoplifted. Well, they got looted. And the cops aren't doing anything because their hands are tied because these prosecutors who were funded by George Soros are going to just give them a Prosecutors are paid by the states through no, which they No, George work. Soros paid to get him elected. Oh, brother. Oh, Come on, you, you. Wake up and smell the coffee this over like there. like a Fox <laughs> broadcast Wake up today. and smell the coffee, Lawrence. All right. So crime started going up when the pandemic started. Why is that? When the pandemic began, maybe because more businesses were shut down or people were more desperate or what? Well, I don't know. The crime rate that's gone up, I don't know whether it's things like robbery. Uh, Mm -hmm. Maybe it's things like breaking and entering into stores now that they're open again. But the murder rate went up during the pandemic, and it's still going up. Every time you turn on the news, there's some story about a little kid being caught in the crossfire in Chicago or Philadelphia Mm -hmm. or some other major city. And, you know, the Democrats, and I'm not all Democrats, many of them agree that this is a problem. But let's say people on the far left, they want to blame the gun. And as our friend Stan says, if you put a gun in the corner and sit it on a table and it never moves and nobody ever comes near it, it's not going to cause any problems. Mm-hmm. The right. problem it's, here is the criminals. What has happened that people are more likely to cause crime now? Well, that's a question that would be hard to answer. But let's just say that permissiveness in society for criminals is not doing us any favors. Jen Psaki talking about uh, crime. Well, actually, what she's doing in the podcast is she's talking about her screens and what she's seeing on the news channels right now. Gotcha. CNBC is doing their own thing about the market. And then on Fox is Janine Pirro talking about soft on crime consequences. I mean, what 
what does that even mean, right? Um, so there's an alternate universe on some uh, coverage. What's scary about it is a lot of people watch that. Soft on co crime consequences means things like people being injured, people losing their property, people being assaulted in their homes. That's what it means. In what way is the White House soft on crime? The White House, I will give President Biden credit. He has never favored defunding the police, but some of his liberal colleagues in the Democratic Party have called for defunding the police, and you see that that's come back to bite them in the posterior. Right, and she's really, rather than talk about crime, she's really calling out the, the specifically conservative You did hear her laughing at it, didn't you? What does it even mean? <laughs> Soft on kind consequences. What does it even mean? <laughs> well, I think this is, you know, it is laughable in a certain way. It's a tragic laugh, I guess you could put, that, you know, so many uh, media organizations are thriving on the divide that's, you know, pushing this country apart. I realize that Fox and, you know, the late Roger Ailes were mostly interested in cashing in on this divide and accentuating it. They and how did, did they not do that? create the divide. And then as MSNBC, are they interested in cashing in on it from the left, or is it just Fox on the right that's interested? Interested in well, your in. Fox funnels prevent you from well, hearing your MSNBC funnels I said you from extreme hearing. news media are capitalizing on the But you the use divide. Fox as the example. Well, that you brought it here. That's your clipping well, from I mean, Fox News. Well, if you want news. to talk about extreme news, let's talk about MSNBC. <laughs> I did. I can. I will. They're both capitalizing. Good. I'm waiting to hear from you. Oh, and they're <laughs> uh, anyway, they're both capitalizing on as OAS is and uh, Newsmax. They're just capitalizing on this divide and making it worse. You know, it's, it's okay, really so do we sweep it under the rug, Mark? Do we just say, oh, this would be divisive. We can't discuss crime. Jeez, we can't discuss only the border. Only major police reforms could make it through the Republican, in the, from Republicans blocking it and in then Washington. You talk about mm. the sophistry here. Jen got three Pinocchios for making the claim that there uh -oh. was money in the, uh, not Build Back Better, but the first stimulus package for police. And there wasn't. Oh, there's no guarantee misspoke. that there's no guarantee that it will get there. Uh, Why the only three Pinocchios? Isn't it a scale of one to four? Well, she keeps repeating it. Oh, I got you. So you get extra Pinocchios if you. Repeat well, no, a she lot. got three the first time, and she's getting three this time. Okay. You know, it's not that there. I guess it's not, there's not that there couldn't be money there. There just isn't money there. All right, one eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five is our telephone number. If you wish to talk about Jen Psaki, if you hope, if you'd like to really continue to accentuate the divide that's tearing this country apart, call us now one eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. If you want to toe the liberal left line of Mark Lawrence, be be sure to call us at one eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five, or text us at seven zero two three six. But be sure to include the keyword. It's the same OTM. telephone number for either <laughs> side. Yeah, we got both sides now represented. Stan, you're on the mark. Yeah, Mark, you should made a statement real early, just after the show started, about you didn't understand how people don't know what's going on in China. That's a complete failure of the mainstream media because they don't tell people what's going on in China. Oh, okay. Okay, noted. Yeah, I mean, it's obvious. You know, the stuff's there. The news is the, the truth is out there, and people don't see it because they're not looking for it, and the mainstream media is failing at their job. Now, as far as soft on crime, Jenny, Jenny there, down there in the White House, <laughs> Jenny says Saki. That, you, know, you know, people like uh, Janine Pierre, Pierre, yeah, Pierre, Pierre, yeah, that's it, okay, are living in an alternate reality, is what she said, or was it a universe? I don't know, whichever, same thing. I think she's the one that's in alternate reality mode, because the lawness is soft on crime is coming out of the White House. Look at the southern border. 
how soft can you be when you let two million people cross the border illegally? Yeah, good question. How soft are I mean, you? <laughs> well, she's real soft in the head from everything I can see on her. But, you know, and and then people just to, well, a week or so ago, what, three cops got shot in New York City? Two died? Or was it three died? I'm not two. sure. You lose count of them. Two died. By career criminals. Two of them died for sure. Right. Career criminals released, let go by leftist DAs that don't want to prosecute the crimes. That's part of the problem. That's a big part of the problem. It is a big part of the problem, and we can't deny it. This this idea that somehow, I mean, let's face it, bail was never intended to be punitive. I agree with that, and bail should fit the crime. Sometimes it has been used to try and keep people in prison who legitimately could be bailed out at a more reasonable rate, and I don't think that's fair. But on the other hand, when somebody commits a pretty grave crime, they should be kept in, in jail until there's a trial and they're determined to either be guilty or innocent. You mean something like murder? When yeah, something like murder. Murder, I would say that. Armed robbery, <laughs> home invasion, carjacking. There are a lot of violent crimes that I think really don't deserve bail because the person who committed them is obviously a threat to society. Absolutely, and I agree with that. But, you know, you said George Soros funded it, and, and Mark kind of scoffed at it. But it's his, his organizations that he puts large amounts of money into that are pushing these DAs and getting them elected. That's a proven fact. Now, the, the mainstream media won't show it, but there are people out there investigating that, and that's what they're discovering. The money comes from his organizations to help put these people over the top. Well, he has a right you know, to what do that. about elections? Money controls it. He has a right to do that, Stan. I'm not going to say that he doesn't have the right to fund candidates who agree with him. I just think that the, the candidates should have the guts to do what's right for the people that elected them. Well, yeah, and I just seen, uh, well, it was on Fox, so hey, take it with a grain of salt on Sunday night, or Saturday night. Saturday night, they have a new host there, I forget what his name is, but he went out and interviewed a sheriff in California about the crime there, and it was an LA, I think the L.A. County sheriff, and he's a Democrat. He pointed right to Gaston, the DA there, that he's the problem. He does, they arrest him, he cuts him loose. Yeah. You know, so what, what? What? how do you solve that problem? When the cops are trying to do their job and the people that are supposed to prosecute just say, yeah, doesn't matter, cut same, them loose. Same thing with the Border Patrol. The, the evidence that's shown up of these interviews with Border Patrol people and the fact that they've been confronting their leadership in meetings because their their hands are tied, they can't do what they're paid to do because right. the administration it, doesn't want them doing it. Right, and you can't blame the line guy. You know the guys out there on the beat, doing the, trying to do their job. That well, at some point, I guess some of them just throw up their hands and say, "Why bother?" Yeah. And it just gets worse from there. Well, there's no doubt that we we have a, a, an era of lawlessness in this country. I don't know that it quite goes back to the way it was in the 1930s, but we certainly need to get a handle on law and order in this country once again, and we need to have prosecutors who actually do their jobs. That's the key there. Right. The cops do theirs. The prosecutors need to do theirs. All right, you guys and done. And then let, let the juries <laughs> and the judges 
decide what's going to come down. That's I'm, their job. We're now going to hear from the far left, Mark. <laughs> well, your little conservative uh, Tom, fantasy is wonderful. I just love to hear it, you know. <laughs> that everything stems back to Jen Psaki creating DAs that won't prosecute. Or, uh, no, no, no. How many of the that. police reform measures that we can't get through Congress right now would have strengthened police officers <laughs> and, and given prosecutors more tools? Like what? I'm asking you a question. Well, I'm asking you, what, what measure are you, are you talking about? I'm just saying, if you, if you know that the White House is blocking prosecutions nationwide, uh, what in the police reform measures would have helped that? You seem informed on this. I'm not informed on it, so I'm asking you no, questions. No, no, Mark, nobody said the White House is blocking prosecutions. I think Joe now, said that. No, I didn't. I said, said it started at the White House and that it started with President Biden. I said I give President Biden. You, you need to get those funnels out of your ears. <laughs> the MSNBC I said funnel. President Biden, I think, has been consistent in not urging to defund the police and has actually advocated for more money. It's others in his party who have caused the All problem. Right, so we got to get President Biden to work harder to create tougher laws to get these uh, <laughs> laws fixed. All right. Thank you guys for your endorsement of President Biden's efforts so far. Come well, on, Mark. Well, maybe I think probably Stan doesn't agree with me on that one. But maybe we can get a real president in in a couple of years and we'll go from there. No, Mark. Mark said Biden has to work harder. First, you'd have to stay up past three o'clock in the afternoon to work harder. But that's a whole nother story. So. <laughs> Just putting that out there. All right. Yeah, you put a lot out there, Stan. <laughs> Have a good one. Bye. Yeah, thanks, buddy. All right, 1-800-795-9565. If anybody wants to call in with alternative realities, this is Alternative Reality Day. Uh, call us now, 1-800-795-9565. You heard the ultra-right. Now call in and give us the balance. We'd love to hear you. I'm not a good liberal. Our audience pointed that out 20 times on Friday. I'm a centrist, if anything, and I just ask good questions, or try to anyway. So we'd love to hear your viewpoints. Call us now, 1-800-795-9565. There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake, a service technician who really knows what he's doing and can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area. That's Sunbury Motors, where you get selection, knowledgeable salespeople, and prices that fit your budget, and more important, that friend you can trust. Welcome to Sunbury Motors, Kia, Ford, and Hyundai. You could chop other dealers and compare prices, but at Sunbury Motors, you get their lowest price promise. They research the current used vehicle market and guarantee their used car prices are the lowest. If you find a lower price, Sunbury Motors will beat it. Three dealers, all in one. See their full new and pre-owned inventory at sunburymotors.com. Pick out a vehicle you like and schedule your test drive online. Follow them on Facebook. Sunbury Motors Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Thank you so much. We're trying to look at life from both sides now on this show. Thank you so much. Well, we got a call coming in, and Little we have Judy Collins there. Have an email here pending. Um, jo Joni Mitchell. Joni Mitchell. Okay. Uh, let's see. Talk about Whoopi Goldberg saying the Holocaust wasn't racist yesterday. Then she went on Colbert and said, you couldn't tell who was Jewish. Oh, really? I think the tattoos and Star of David patches pretty much made it obvious. Hitler considered Jews inferior. That is racism. 
Yeah, this is from a uh, issue that popped up. Actress and talk show host Whoopi Goldberg came under fire Monday after saying the Holocaust was not about race. Goldberg made the comments uh, during Monday's episode of ABC's The View as she and other hosts were discussing how the Holocaust-centered graphic novel Mouse was banned by a Tennessee school board, becoming just the latest in a length of banned books in the U.S. The Pulitzer Prize-winning book is, a, is about the author and his father, Holocaust survivor Videk Vladek Spiegelman and the genocide's impact on their relationship. Um, let's see. The host continued to discuss the banning of certain books. There's been a lot of pushback saying, of course, the Jewish people are a race. We know that to be true. I, I think it's probably easy to be confused here because people would not always think of individuals who originally are out of Israel as being a race, but they are considered a race. But if you look at the census categories in the U.S., it would, doesn't show. Doesn't that, show would be, that, no. that would be divided into uh, as a religion, and, and Jews are white by skin color, but uh, for the most part anyway. So um, uh, that's her confusion. But she backed it down. She apologized, went on Colbert and said, obviously, well, she, she really didn't apologize. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought she, she I thought explained. they said she did. Okay. <laughs> she girl explained it. All right, one eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. Dan, good to hear from you. Thanks for calling in. You're on the mark. Hey, hey, good morning, guys. Well, I'd like to say this I uh, left leaning uh, DAs, I mean uh, stuff like that. It's not unintentional. It intentional the far left would love to get more government control over all of us. And what they don't care about defunding police, etc. They're all for that. And that's why they're leading Biden down that path. What they want to do is get federal control of the American people. Now, I don't hope I don't think it'll work but what they would like was one system UN troops in the street controlling all of us that way they would have control from the feds would have control of us well, I think, is, is that not sort of the whole shtick in Washington on both sides? Yeah, you know, you can probably argue that some of the uh, uh, f the basis on which you're describing Democrats hoping to take over. But I think it's a Republican thing, too. They, they seek power. They want power. They want to climb higher. They want to know more. They want to, you know, divide the U.S., make sure that Democrats are marginalized. It's a power thing. If they were true Republicans in Washington, D.C., government would slowly get slower, get smaller. You know, you think of uh, oh, who was that president that really wanted smaller Ronald government? Ronald Reagan. Thank you. And deregulate. Sit down. <laughs> I think we could. from now on we're just going to say you're going to stand up, but you don't have to. Okay, jeez. I um, rise when I hear I know. his name. But anyway, he I, really wanted, he was a true Republican who wanted smaller government. Now, you can argue whether some of his measures were good or not. But, of course, as soon as he was out of office, Republicans started to claw back and, and seek more power. So I, I just think it's it's part of inside the vortex, Dan. I, I think under President Trump, he was for smaller government control and giving the power back to the people. I, and I'm not saying the Bushes weren't in the camp of more government control. I think they were. The Bushes 
And like you saw, I agree with you with President Reagan, less government control, and under President Trump, less government control. And that's why my personal opinion is everything being equal, if President Trump runs 2024, he'll win hands down because people can see what's happened under the Biden administration. And I think Trump will be back. And, you know, I'd say every every Trump supporter that he had before that I know, they're more anxious for him to come back unless someone Trump-like gets runs, you know. There's other people out there. There's a few... I think would be all right, not many, but uh, that's why I think he'll be back, and his rallies he holds are still gigantic. He didn't he didn't lose anybody. In fact, I think he'll gain followers because of this oppressive administration. Well, you could argue that uh, President Trump didn't like uh, government power, uh, although he was or he wanted to organize a coup. He couldn't pull it off, and of course, Mike Pence wouldn't go against the Constitution and declare Trump the winner, even though that wasn't the case. But uh, President Trump appreciates and likes and was glad that his supporters took over the Capitol and beat the heck out of law enforcement. You know, hundreds of police officers injured that day. So there's an example where the, the President Trump is saying that power of police should be less. Go ahead and, you know, hit them with the flag sticks and fire extinguishers and all this stuff. And so President Trump was interested in less police power. Now, it's very bad for law enforcement. I think that anybody who picks on a police officer could get a pardon from the president. I think that's a terrible statement to say. But you're right. He means he does want police to have less power. Dan, if you have more to say, I guess you'll have to call back, which you are certainly free to do so. see what happens after he's re-elected. Right, well, that's what true. What come to. Not he can say that, but we'll wait and see. Well, good point. Dan, you and I are yep. in agreement he is getting re-elected. I, am, I, I think that is, Joe says no. Okay. All right. Well, Joe's still serving under President Clinton. You're listening to the Hillary Clinton. This is News Radio 1070 WKOK Sunbury. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1 800 795 9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark. Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Welcome back to the KOK Live Telephone Talk Show. On the mark, don't forget, Deep Voice Man, we got a fabulous producer, Mr. Kevin Hurst, a substitute this week. Rob's off this week. So, Kevin Hurst taking great care of us, so we very much appreciate that. On the mark, sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. We appreciate them, too. Check them out at sunburymotors.com. Our toll-free line is open. Call us 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemarkatwkok.com. You can text us at 70 
0-800-222-0236. We talked about uh, Jen uh, Saki's remarks as it relates to policing and a little bit about uh, Whoopi Goldberg uh, not being uh, clear that the Jewish people are considered a race. So she did apologize. Uh, we, I found that elsewhere. She issued a statement in addition to her Colbert where she just explained that she also apologized. Uh, so we can get more words about that. I mentioned that we have this deep division in the U.S. and people are accentuating it and or uh, profiting from it. You know, what's the solution? Will we ever find anything in the middle? Are there any middle politicians out there who uh, aren't one extreme or the other who really want to help the country thrive? Uh, I don't see too many of them. Maybe I'm missing the boat on I'm that. right here. <laughs> okay, yeah, Joe. Okay, so Joe. Well, here's two, but maybe there's others who are more interested in country and less so in party. You've voted for Democrats along the way. We've talked about that, and I certainly have voted for many Republicans and over the years. Of course, there's Dr. Oz. Oh, right. He's a Republican <laughs> doctor, so there you go. All right. He on wants the to help you. I heard his commercials. He said he does. Yes, he does. All right. On the mark, sponsor of the Sunbury Motor Company. Check them out at sunburymotors.com. Toll-free line open, 1-800-795-9565. Email us at onthemarket.wkok.com. Text us at 70236. Include the keyword OTM. The dominant natural gas provider around here wants to raise your gas rates about 10%. They filed a request with the state PUC to raise rates 9.5% as of March 29th, 2022 for residential customers. The increases are on top of 25% increases last year. How does a local nonprofit around here do after a burglary? Thrives, says Karen Wharton, Executive Director of the Good Samaritan Mission in Danville. She says contributors, people in the community, churches, even children have backfilled all of the losses from the recent Berkeley, but she says there's still one more thing to do. Our unmet needs after the break-in obviously is the security system that we do need to have in place. We had a couple of companies come in and talk with us about different options, and it is about $3,500 for what we would need there. That is our greatest need right now. Our other needs really been met. A good Samaritan mission, always accepting donations, but she says they're in desperate need of volunteers. Statewide hospitalizations went down significantly over the weekend in Pennsylvania. There's now fewer than 5,000 people hospitalized. Geisinger's treating 10 fewer patients. Geisinger, Shemokin, and Evangelical Community Hospital both have slightly more patients on board. Uh, there were seven deaths in the central Susquehanna Valley since Thursday because of COVID-19. The state Supreme Court says uh, no Oh, don't take up our opportunity in Commonwealth Court. We want to draw the maps. Associated Press reporting, Pennsylvania's highest court signaled Monday that it may get involved in the process of redrawing Pennsylvania's congressional district boundaries as the state runs up against the primary schedule to adjust the boundaries uh, to account for a decade of demographic uh, demographic shifts. The state Supreme Court, in a 5-2 decision, put on hold a lower court's consideration of proposals for a new map and said it will hear arguments on whether to exercise its authority over the process. Democrats had asked the courts to exercise extraordinary jurisdiction on the matter, like they did uh, just a few short years ago, redrawing maps in a manner they felt was fair. Uh, Whoopi Goldberg released a statement overnight apologizing. She said she stands corrected. Six million Jews were killed during the Holocaust, and it was clearly uh, part of racial issues and man's inhumanity demand. All right, open lines right now, 1-800-795-9565. Dale, thanks for waiting through headlines. You are Oh, I'm excited to hear what Dale has to On say. On the mark, okay. Yeah, I just wanted to know, you know, the integrity of all branches of government right now are in the trash. Are we going to have the State of the Union or no? I'm not sure. Yes. 
No, it's okay, usually it's so usually this time of year, isn't it? Is March? It, I think. March, yeah, uh, February or March, yeah. Okay, that, that's pretty good. Our all of our allies don't even trust us no more. Okay, so I, I don't even understand what the union state of the union is going to be about. He's going to say state of the union going. is March first. March first. Okay. Thank you. Although I think that's now, later than normal, though. I now, do remember being in January. It's on the local level instead of the uh, federal and state, right? Because all I know is through this COVID-19 is private and blue-collar sector businesses are all took a hit. Now they're going to raise taxes. But the government all made a profit, federal government and state government. I don't understand that. They're, they're all loaded with all this slush money, and then they're going to raise taxes. I don't understand why we don't seize the slush money and use it for our state budget. I'm not sure about that. I don't understand. Well, who's got this slush money? Where is it? It's in these law firms that are in Philadelphia and Pittsburgh, and where they're they're promising developments. I mean, this is all fake. I don't understand. So you're telling me we should have a state union? Well, I, no, I'm asking you where this money is. I want to see the slush fund. We definitely have a state yeah, union. Yeah, well, we're holding more slush money in the last. This is the most money ever in these flush phones. They, this is amazing how much money's in there. How much you think's there? It's it's Pennsylvania's probably holding two trillion dollars. That's counting the gamble money. Two trillion dollars in slush fund money. So is that money going to elections? Well, I, I don't know where it's going. You're telling me. I'm I'm listening. Where's it going? Okay. Well, I just wanted to say another thing is where Bill Gates. We know he's a child. Uh, he's a pedophile. And he ha- Bill Gates. He owns the soft- what? Yeah, he owns it. He owns the software, okay, for uh, Microsoft. And he, and he had he's part of the CPC uh, engineers, uh, China's Republican, I mean, uh, you know, Communist Party. And he's selling. Uh, wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. Hold, hold a second. You're sell- you're telling us that Bill Gates is a pedophile who's in league with the Chinese. Yes, he parted our engineer crew now. Part so of their now engineering he's crew. Now he's going to sell our software from the Pentagon and the NSA. I mean, I don't understand how a pedophile can just run the United States. I'm well, where where did you get this information? I haven't seen any charges filed against well, Mr. Gates. Well, look it up. He just joined. Okay, uh, look it up. Is Bill Gates a pedophile? Oh, I'm asking about the pedophile part. That's a pretty serious charge. He's a pedophile. He's mad because our go- our. He don't like the United States anymore because we don't accept pedophiles. Period. That's it. We don't He's accept. Mad. He's rebellious. So we're throwing why him. Are we throwing him out of the country? Well, what are we going to do about him? I want to know why the Pentagon and the NSA is not going down on this guy here. He's selling our our tech. We're we're close to very close to war. If you don't understand that, we're very close. Well, we have our CIA rep here in the station. We could ask him. Yeah. Well, he's probably a radical or. Uh, or, or it's dumb. Well, the Bar Association brings them up every day. All right. <laughs> Thank you so much. I'm just telling you, we're close to war, and we need we need to stop this. Well, that I we mean, can we, argue. We, we got people in big parts of government selling our, our intellectual profits. I don't understand right. that. Thank well, you so much. I want to know where the slush fund Thank is. You, I want to get a piece of it. You can get slush at Sheets. Sheets. They have oh, they have slushies? Slush. Uh, yes, they do. I don't know where the slush is, but I could tell, except in my driveway, hopefully this afternoon, when it melts a little bit. But the uh, scheduled State of the Union address is March 1st, about a month later than normal. Uh, The State of the Union since 1934 have occurred between January and early February. The discussion of the uh, 
withholding of this for a few more weeks has been attributed to the Omicron variant <laughs> and the United States participation in the 22 Winter Olympic Games. All right. In other words, NBC said, can you please back it off a couple of weeks between the Olympics and Super Bowl? We've got too much to cover. Well, and that'll be on well, WKOK when the night comes and Joe Biden speaks. It'll be on WKOK. And then this just in, according to one of our texters, President Biden has promised to replace retiring quarterback Tom Brady with a woman of color. A black woman. A woman of color. No, he doesn't call her a woman of color. <laughs> but you know what's interesting? I heard we, we talked about a little bit about President Biden's promise to, to appoint a black woman, and there are many people who believe it's a great idea. But, you know, someone pointed out that, that there's going to be a tremendous stigma attached to whoever he appoints. Right. We talked about that last week. Cindy there called in and said, imagine that going through your life saying you were the black woman. You know, Clarence Thomas was widely thought to have been appointed in part because he was black, but nobody actually said it in the nomination. <laughs> Can you imagine no. when he introduces <laughs> the woman that he's going to nominate, whether it's Judge Childs or whomever it is? Ladies and gentlemen, we have one of the most qualified black women in history to be on the U.S. Supreme Court. Here she well, is. Well, you know what he'll say. He says, not only is she the best qualified black person, but she's the best qualified black person, period. Right. But, uh, you know, I just think that the stigma will attach itself to her. I, I agree, agree with that. I know, agree. It, this it's is like saying, I'm here because of affirmative action. I think it's unprecedented for a president to... to point out, you know, I, I think in the past, oh, and one of our great listeners last week said in the past, it's always been about picking a uh, affirmative action. In the past, it was just white males, and that's all that could make it, and that was the affirmative action that was uh, allowed then was only to appoint white males, and then as f it, we changed a little bit, we could finally appoint females, so then that happened, but um, then, of course, uh, the Soto Sonia Mayor brought some Soto Hispanic, uh, of course, she's a woman, and so that was another feather in a cap, plus she has an Hispanic background, so um, that added another feather cap. But we didn't have anybody who was actually a qualified attorney who's a black woman. So she checks off all these boxes and so she gets to be, it's called uh, nomination by category and not necessary qualification. Although well, she may be infinitely qualified. When President Reagan appointed Sandra Day O'Connor to be the first female justice of the Supreme Court, he didn't start out by saying, I'm going to find a female justice to mm -hmm. appoint. He came back and said, here's a qualified person. But I like what President Trump did, to be honest with you. He had released a list of names of people that he would consider for the Supreme right, Court. Yeah, from the Heritage Foundation. So that's who gave well, him the whoever, list. Whoever the list is, he right. had a list. It was there. He, he said, this is my thinking. These are the people I'm likely to, to hire. I'd like to know who else Joe Biden would have considered if he hadn't had to, to make a, a, a commitment to put a black woman on well, the Supreme Court. Well, he does have a list, so we know that to be but true. But we don't know. We, well, it's not public, but there is a list. And he has a wide range of highly qualified individuals, uh, and at the top of that list are three or four black women. That's why Lawrence's worst theory is that's why he knows that well, he's going to nominate a black woman. I have a list, and I'm going to appoint from that list of highly qualified jurists, no There's matter what they are. And, oh, it just happens to be a black woman. <laughs> There's a reason my theory is worthless, okay, Joe, because there may not actually be a list. I don't know. I'm just speculating that that's I don't what, think there is. But, I you think know, I think it was a campaign promise, and I think when you make that kind of campaign promise... It's identity and, politics. And, and yeah, yeah, I think you're really in trouble um, about with that. I know Ted Cruz really 
was very poignant about it, saying that that's, you know, there's no other office in the U.S. government that you could be selected because you're a black woman, you know, and specifically well, just true. on those qualifications. And, and uh, is it right to do that? I think it's time to do that. I don't think I think President Biden should have kept his mouth shut and, and just said, uh, you know, if uh, if elected, if he's speaking to a primarily black audience and he said, if elected, you know, it is very likely the people that I am considering for. Uh, so it's time to put a black U.S. Woman on Supreme, Supreme Court, Court justice. Uh, is, will there be time to put a transgender person? Could on the be a Court? black woman because th- there are numerous people being quali- asked about that. Okay, let's see. Not surprising about the sun. Joe's late for everything, if he gets there at all. Oh, probably talking about the State of the Union. Oh, okay. S-O-U. S-O-U. What would that, oh, State of the Union. Okay. okay. All right. Nothing surprising about the State of the Union. Joe's late for everything, if he gets there at all. Okay. That would be POTUS S-O-U. Actually, hold on, Chris. We've got to take a quickie break. 1-800-795-9565. We'll be right back. There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake, a service technician who really knows what he's doing and can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area. That's Sunbury Motors, where you get selection, knowledgeable salespeople, and prices that fit your budget, and more important, that friend you can trust. Welcome to Sunbury Motors, Kia, Ford, and Hyundai. You could chop other dealers and compare prices, but at Sunbury Motors, you get their lowest price promise. They research the current used vehicle market and guarantee their used car prices are the lowest. If you find a lower price, Sunbury Motors will beat it. Three dealers, all in one. See their full, new, and pre-owned inventory at sunburymotors.com. Pick out a vehicle you like and schedule your test drive online. Follow them on Facebook. Sunbury Motors Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Clowns to the left of me, jokers to the right, here I am. There you go. Talking about the vortex in Washington, D.C. Sucks out the brain of anybody who goes inside the beltway. Uh, One of our listeners says, This handling of the U.S. Supreme Court nominee is yet another example that Joe Biden can't execute the office of president. And then he, and this is a pretty good question. He or she says, what do the Democrats do in 2024? I see no evidence that he can run again. Yeah, this should be tricky because Kamala Harris has really kind of turned out to be a dud. So you can't just uh, resign and put her in. That's what I thought he was going to do is resign in the middle of this year and make her president. But I just don't know. She doesn't seem up to it, although that would be the only way to replace president midterm. So uh, 1-800-795-9565. Chris, uh, please, go right ahead. Boy, that's a bunch of Balarney. Holy cow. Balarney, is that a combination of Blarney (laughs) and Baloney? Baloney and Barney. (laughs) Balarney, okay. It's all good. Balarney, I like that. The new word. But, uh, boy, Mark, you believed he was going to... Resign midterm. I did. Yeah, well, if he gets sick, I suppose he might. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, he's sick. Uh, or really, it, Joe, I t- mean, Mark, that's just. I mean, I don't, you know, you have blinders on. You don't even have. have <laughs> funnels on. You're not looking at anything, you're just sort of making it up a whole cloth. I have a. But anyway, I have a bucket uh, over please my don't stop. I'm enjoying. I'm enjoying this. I think you both are so racist today. I thought I'd better call in and and have a little chat with you. Okay. Who's, who's racist? You do. 
Why? What did we do? You're basically saying there's no qualified black woman. No, no, nobody to be said Supreme that. Court justice. Absolutely, you're hearing things. You're talking about making stuff out of whole cloth, brother. That's exactly what you've done. What we've said is that whoever he does pick, because he has said it's going to be a black woman, there's always going to be the stigma attached to no, her. No, there's always going to be a, a talk on your side of the aisle about nonsense like that. Well, you know, that's I, the only thing there's going to be, and you'd you'd say probably about it about anybody he appointed. They've had the same discussion on Morning Joe. You think they're all on my side of the aisle? Uh, Reagan made a promise. You didn't answer a, me. Hold it. Reagan made a promise to put a woman on the Supreme Court. Campaign promise because he was hurting with women. He made that promise. And he picked a so, great one. Did, did Democrats say she wasn't qualified because she's a woman? No one's saying that. Or that the stigma is going to follow her forever? That she was only the best qualified woman? Well, you, for, you forget okay. what really happened, that some people did say that about Sandra Day O'Connor until she changed their minds. Look at Clarence Thomas. It comes up every time okay. his legacy is discussed. And you discussed. don't think a black woman is capable of the same thing? No one said Racist. that, Chris. You're, you're <laughs> just making stuff up as you go along here today. That's not at no, all what I'm we not. said. I'm talking to you how silly you are. Your hero, Reagan, did exactly the same thing. Well, I'm silly okay. and you're and you foolish. stand up. Stand up now. Reagan, Reagan, Reagan. Stand up <laughs> okay. and say... I admire what Joe did moving because it was on. just like Reagan. <laughs> All right, Chris, go ahead. Moving on. What else? Okay. No, it's not okay because you're wrong. <laughs> okay. okay, why am I wrong? What's the difference? The difference is that Sandra Day O'Connor changed people's minds, and this woman, whoever he appoints, is likely to do the same thing. But there is there was a stigma attached to Sandra Day O'Connor at the time that she was just the I, best qualified there was a celebration woman. Celebration on her uh, on both sides of the aisle. She was a woman, as far as I remember. But she. Do you know one person who said that? <laughs> You're asking me to go back to the 1980s. Okay, well, we'll look it up and tell me tomorrow on the show, okay? What am I going to look up? Who said Sandra Day O'Connor wasn't qualified? That After yes. all this time, that's not going to be on the Internet. Oh, so then you're And they didn't say she wasn't qualified. You don't really remember it? Look, Chris, you know, for once, get your head out of your wherever and okay, just listen to, what I'm sa- listen to what I'm saying. Talk seriously now, Jeff. I am talking I'm seriously. Listening. I believe that whoever President... Biden appoints could very well be extremely well qualified. Some people will say... I guarantee it. Some people will say, no matter what, that this is the only reason she got the post is because she is a woman of color. And that would be wrong. She should be given a fair chance. And I was going to say earlier when Mark and I were discussing this that I certainly hope the Republicans give whoever he appoints a fair and impartial hearing. Well, I'm glad I did. I, I heard. Didn't, I'm sorry I didn't hear what you were going to say, but didn't. Well, I didn't get a chance. <laughs> but but you just assumed you heard you, part you of you it, and you assumed to, you said the stigma was going to carry the rest of her life. You, I didn't that say that. Your mouth, I, I said believe. it would be it would be a stigma that she would carry. I don't. I didn't say the rest of her life. Didn't we have a caller who said that, Mark? Uh, I didn't say the rest it. of her life. Again, you're hearing things, Chris. Anyway, moving uh, on, Chris. Well, what I'm else? I'm maybe confusing who said it and who didn't disagree with it, maybe. All right, Chris, we got other callers waiting. We'll give you another minute. Go ahead. And uh, Reagan, by the way, also didn't make the government smaller. 
deregulated. The size grew very, very much under Reagan, even if you exclude the military. And the smallest the government's been was under, I believe, under Clinton. Well, President Reagan promised that he would decrease government in people's lives. He certainly did a lot of, well, you can laugh, yes, but yes. he certainly did and a lot of deregulation. Promises that were How many rules <laughs> went by the wayside during Reagan's tenure? How many what? R- regulations were repealed during his tenure. Uh, I have no thousands, idea. thousands. So government got a little smaller in that regard. Maybe not in terms of its overall size and, uh, or how deficit. How many of those regulations called cause bank problems and defaults and all sorts of things that's, later on? That's not what I asked you. I asked you how <laughs> many. I was Chris asking. is very good at ignoring <laughs> questions. Right, they're not answering them. All, all right, right, Chris, you get 30 seconds. No, Go you ahead. already gave him a minute and it's gone. Well, I know, but I oh, talked through some of it. You can have callers. my minute, Joe. Okay. Uh, you can clear the air <laughs> and correct everything in the world. All right. Because you're so smart. Thank you so much, Thank Chris. You. Really, You're welcome. very much appreciated. All See, right. again, he has to be demeaning. Because you're so smart. <laughs> How old are you, Joe? <laughs> well, at least you're getting younger. I'm rather old. You're back to nine. <laughs> oh, no, this is middle school behavior. All, All right. right, Eric, you're on the mark. Right ahead. Good morning, gentlemen. Thank you for taking my call. Chris is right. Goodbye. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Shortest call ever. Um, Chris has never been right in his life. He's now, been now left. Who's being demeaning, Joe? He's been who, left. Who no. said Chris's head was up his posterior? He's been, I didn't say that. I said, here. get your head out from wherever it is. And I think Chris is from the left, not from the right. Well, well, if you had anyone's head was something, it was Dale. Dale was a caller right after the news, correct? <laughs> yes. Well, I, I'm glad there's $3 billion in our slush fund because, great, let's let's fix the uh, Pennsylvania pension plan right there. That'll... One stroke of the panel no. takes care of that. We'll never, pry, that right there. we'll never pry it loose from those attorneys in Philadelphia and Pittsburgh who have it, apparently. Oh, I forgot about that. That's right. That They have the three, I'm sorry, trillion, trillion he said, dollars. Yes, he said trillion. Right. Trillion with a T. We could balance the federal budget with those slush fund Pennsylvania has. Isn't that amazing? Um, a question about the uh, Supreme Court nominee. Is it not time? Uh, the, other, the other perspective of this, of course, is this. It is, our country is, what, 240 years old, something like close to that, and it's taken that long to have uh, serious consideration of a black woman as Supreme Court justice? Why is it taking that long? Well, you don't. You literally don't know the you answer. Don't know. <laughs> First of all, you had to be a white male to be on the court, to be an attorney until probably the eighteen sixties or something. And then, mm-hmm. of course, then you had you you could. Uh, I, I guess probably blacks could join the bar in the late eighteen hundreds or something. But in any event, uh, and then to rise up to Supreme Court, it took until Reagan's time to get a black man on the court, and then a uh, also a woman, also a woman, right, after, and a woman. I was after. We were so. 200 years old, so is it not time? I mean, uh, everyone I've heard him, at, he hasn't really uh, gone to his list, but the, the press has put out the list. Everyone I've heard uh, essentially nominated seems to be very well qualified to be in that post. Right. There's no argument about that. No. I, I just think it's very... that the fact that we keep having to drag race and gender into it. I just Why think can't it's... we say we have we uh, have these qualified candidates? The president of the United States... Dr- is, it, is it not? Now, we'll Eric, out. Eric, is it not the president's prerogative to nominate Eric, a qualified candidate, the president, and then it'll be up to Congress I guess to decide? Another person wasn't going to listen. Eric, the president drug race into it by announcing he was going to appoint a black woman. Woman. We Just didn't drag it in. President Reagan had drug dr- 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 gender into it 
saying that he was going to well, you accused us of, a you, woman. You accused, so us of, you accused us of dragging race into it. I'm just telling you the president drug race yeah, into it. Yeah, we're just it. talking about If he said, I'm said. going to appoint the most qualified person, and that person is Mrs. whoever her name is, and she happens to be black, nobody would have said anything. But he's the one who brought it up. And, and as a politician, uh, these, these politicians never make campaign promises, right? Yeah, they make campaign promises. Why did President Reagan nominate a woman? Because he was, I definitely thought, no. He did it as a campaign promise because he knew he needed the women's vote to get elected. Okay. But Joe so there Biden, are those with sentiments that have been way overdue for a black woman to, to be a Supreme Court justice. He made a campaign promise, I will do this yeah. to correct what is he? What he saw as being a historical wrong, but you and, and Chris, now he's living up to that campaign promise. And now you guys are trying to criticize no. him for for following my campaign, campaign well, you, promise. You and Chris just hear what you want to hear. Mark and I were talking about the president of the United States announcing that it was a black woman who would that nobody else would meet the criteria except a woman of color. No one else. And, there and wouldn't he, be. And he got elected. One of the things he got elected on was a campaign promise to do that. And now he's just filling his campaign promise, so which is that why so you many vote? of our politicians don't do. And now you're criticizing him for fulfilling a campaign promise. Is that why you Part voted for him? Some people probably voted for him in the first place. Is that why you voted for him? Because of that promise? No, not at all. I, I, I would have voted for anyone to get the former president out. You know okay. that. Well, then it doesn't seem like it would have been much of a an inducement to vote for him. It's just one more thing he said he would do. Being, being a, not a black woman, and neither are you, and neither is anyone who I, I calls in, I'd love to hear someone call in from their perspective, but I think it's very important to a lot of people, not only right. women, but women of color and women of other minorities. It's probably a very important part of what why they voted for him. All right, we got you. And, and, and what percentage of of uh, African-American women voted Democratic versus Dem Republican. Is it wrong to then say, okay, I have a campaign promise, I'm fulfilling that? Right, no one's saying you. it's wrong for that. It's just, the, oh, never mind. Thank We're you. Never gonna <laughs> Thank you, Eric. Thanks for calling in. Thank you, gentlemen. Appreciate, appreciate the perspective. Thank you. Incidentally, the ghost of Thurgood Marshall sent me a text did and it, said, what did it say? Uh, Clarence Thomas was not the first black <laughs> U.S. Right. Supreme Court Justice, Lawrence, <laughs> so you can stop saying that now. All right, so I appreciate that. The text he was from the, the first one that the left called Uncle Tom. And though. he was nominated by who? Uh, Thur Thurgood Marshall? Mm-hmm. Linda Johnson? Uh, Linda Johnson, I think. Okay. Maybe. All right. Yeah, 1-800-795-9565. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, give us a buzz. It's an open line. We're talking about race as it relates to the U.S. Supreme Court. Uh, both Joe and I are infinitely impressed by the qualifications of the black women who are being considered. Uh, at least the media is talking about the black women being considered. This is not about qualifications. This is about the category that uh, President Biden promised would be selected. The women are qualified. All right. I don't even care what their demographic may Makeup is they're clearly qualified. That's why uh, James Clyburn has his own personal pick, even so, <laughs> the Judge Child. So, all right, one eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. Stand by, Judy. I got to hit this button, or I'll fall behind, and Kevin will start throwing pencils at the window. We'll be right back. All right, thank you so much. Now they're bad guys. Both sides. <laughs> I know they're, yeah, there probably is. All right, thank you so much, Kevin. Very appropriate bumper music. We always appreciate that when he's in charge over there. Judy, thank you for your patience. Really, really appreciated. You're on the mark. Yes, I'd like to backtrack a little bit to uh, Chris's comment about you fellas wearing blinders. Well, 
it's not his post-cure that's involved, it's the other end. He needs to take off his rose-colored glasses and look at things like they really are. Now, I don't know for sure, but maybe he watches MSNBC or CNN too much. He might want to switch to BBC or Fox and get a little closer to what the truth really is. <laughs> I don't Thanks know about a fo- lot, fellas. That's all I have to say. Uh, thank Thanks. Yeah, I appreciate your call. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Fox is where you get the truth. Uh, upper right-hand corner, one of our listeners says, 75% of Americans don't like President Biden's criteria for the person of color appointee. Yeah, I heard that, Paul. Right, well, it, it was. Because it sounds so, it just sounds so strange. 75% of Americans then must be racist. Well, no, I just think it, I think they disagree with the president announcing But that's that this the stigma is the that's going to attach to this woman, who, even right. though she will probably be eminently qualified. Right. And I just hope the Republicans don't make a fool of themselves, you know, that it, this is going to pass, and it's going to pass without Republican votes if need be, but I would hope they would look at it impartially and make a decision as to whether or not this person, despite the fact that he's announced he's only going to consider women of color, whether or not they're qualified. And if they are qualified, I hope the Republicans vote for her. All right, one of our listeners says uh, to OTM... The, as Jewish, ra- Jewish race? Ask Sammy Davis Jew. <laughs> right, he's black. Okay. All right, and Jewish. Unfortunately, I don't think we can ask him any longer. Right, he's not answering any questions. Uh, he's dead to us. <laughs> Bonnie. Sorry, I cracked me up. Bonnie, you're on the mark. Yeah, it, it is a problem when the president says he's only going to pick a woman of color. I agree. That takes away from her. He picked a woman of color for the vice president. How did that work out for us? Not well, in my opinion, but... Exactly. You know, so all these people say, no, we need a woman of color. Maybe we do, but maybe it should be the most qualified. Yeah. You know, Eric said he wanted somebody else's opinion. 75% of Americans agree that you shouldn't pick because of the color of their skin. Well, and the funny thing is, do we need to have a black woman on the court? I mean, we have blacks and we have women. We don't need. We need the most qualified, Mark. (laughs) Right. I agree with you. Yeah. Bonnie and I are That's in full agreement. That's when you have to pick somebody because of the color of their skin. And what, what would happen, do you suppose, if the most qualified black woman for Supreme Court happened to be a conservative? Do you think Joe Biden would appoint her? <laughs> no. No, I don't either. <laughs> that man don't even know what day of the week it is. And they should be ashamed that he is our president. And Chris keeps saying, oh, he's doing a good job. What has he done? Besides put our all American citizens in danger with letting all these people into our country and we're giving them, using our tax dollars to fly them anywhere they want. Yeah, and then they're denying that they're actually flying them anywhere. Yeah, but we all (laughs) know that's the truth. (laughs) And I think Eric and Chris need to change their channels. And I know Mark don't like Fox, but there's a lot of other good stations that tell you the truth. Namely, CNN's ratings. They, they can tell you what people think of them anymore. <laughs> yeah, they're plummeting. And yeah. uh, uh, Rachel Maddow's leaving. Now, is she leaving on her own or is she getting cut? I don't know. Yeah, she's I haven't heard that for, for a news. while. Yeah, not forever. Yeah. No, she's, oh, just for a while. All right, that's all I had to say. Thank you Thank for you, calling Bonnie. in, Bonnie. Yeah. Really appreciate yeah. it. All right, we got one caller coming in. Uh, our good producer who loves to monitor the news says ESPN is now reporting that Tom Brady's going to retire. Are you sure this is current? <laughs> uh, he says yes. More coming okay, up more on the coming Dan up Patrick on the Dan Patrick show. show. All right. Uh, more rumors and gossip. On the right up. hand side, you got texts. Right. Plenty. Our texts say uh, race should not ever be a consideration for anything. Only qualifications. 
Then, Chris, why are you so focused on race? Qualifications are all that matter for the Supreme Court of the United States nominee. And then another one, open your ears, Chris. The people of this country deserve the best Supreme Court justice nominees, no matter what race or sex. And then uh, I wanted to text yesterday. I think he has frozen over. Hell is frozen. Oh, I think hell is frozen over. Oh, it says heel. <laughs> I think he'll freeze. Hell is frozen, frozen over. Chris, I actually agree with something Joe said. And then finally, of course, it would be great if a black woman becomes a Supreme Court justice, but only if they're more qualified than any other man or woman of all races. So I think you just find people who are qualified in general. I, I don't know if you can, can you really empirically rank them? Well, they, like, could, they, couldn't, they couldn't say Donald Trump did the right thing. They all say, oh, well, the list came from this group or that group. But he put a list out well, there. Well, no, the president talked about no, that. But, and there's right. no crime okay. in having no someone crime, else make your list. But he made the, he put a list out there and people had plenty of time to consider the qualifications of those people to vet them to make you know to find whether they like them or dislike them i'm not worried about that that's a good thing if you i think if you can't the president of course has absolutely no idea you know which appellate court judges might be qualified or anything or might be uh, you know wise choices and so outsiders helped him make a list and he started at the top and he worked his way down al you're on the mark thanks for calling in you're welcome. Hey, uh, he just made a campaign promise he's trying to keep, but President Biden. He promised to, right. to, you know, if he had a chance, he'd do that. Right, so we should be happy and he's I, keeping a campaign. Yeah, everybody okay. should be happy. I mean, he didn't lie to us <laughs> Hey, he promised, he promised he was going to and unite the country, too, Al. How's that going? That's pretty good, too, yeah. Uh, but anyways, he also, you know, uh, said that, I lost my train of thought. Thanks, Joe. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> they ought to treat. I got it. They ought to treat the uh, nominees the same as they treated Trump's nominees, and then everything would be fair. Because they treated, you know, everybody they did not the same. Don- it'd be all right with me. They did not treat Donald Trump's nominees fairly, in my opinion. They don't you think they did? No, I don't. Well, he, they got in. They made up a lot of stuff about them. I mean, you can make up stuff about people these days, and they call it news. So, uh, You recall you know, Chuck Schumer saying, we're coming for you, Gorsuch. We're coming for you. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, but, that was real you know, fair. They just treat them the same. Let, let, her, let him keep his campaign promise and treat everybody the same. Or maybe the Republicans will have a little dignity and, and say it's a campaign promise, and we're going to get a liberal and go with it. Well, it's for sure we're going to get a liberal. I don't have any problem with that. You know, he's he has every right philosophically to appoint people who represent his point of view. The yep. American people elected exactly. him. Maintain the six to three balance. That's what they're going to need. Maintain the six to three imbalance. I don't think that they're they, appointing somebody to the Supreme well, they, Court to kill babies. Roe versus Wade. That's what this is all about. They they got to keep that abomination in place. Or well. else. You know, it's in trouble, brother. It's in trouble, Al. You'll be happy to know. Why are you making all that noise over there? I have to read the commercial as soon as Al's done. I'm preparing. I I have a crackly phone today. Does it sound crackly to you, No, no, it's Mark rattling papers. No, it sounds fantastic. sounds better than ever. Yeah, it does sound better than ever. Well, you know what? I'm not on speakerphone today. Oh, thank heaven. Thank you. 
Well, that's the key. <laughs> Don't put yourself on speakerphone. That's the moral of the story. All right, Al, thank you, sir. Thank you. Yep, I just wanted to get that in there. Thank yep. you, Mark. You did Thank it. you. All right, 1-800-795-9565. We're kind of stuck on the U.S. Supreme Court nominee that President Biden says will be a black woman. Of course she'll be qualified. We'll just assume that that's going to happen. But this idea of uh, uh, having a list of many, many, many qualified people but only picking the black women to be just... It just it may be perfectly good. It just sounds bad, but it's it's perfectly fine. Well, it's long overdue. People, if you have a list of ten people and you believe they're all relatively equally qualified for the position, what if you were like you hired me to be news director back in uh, 1982, right. okay, or 83, and uh, oh no, it was 91, 91, 91. Okay, so you did that, and you had a list of qualified people. You had uh, Mark Lawrence, you had uh, Bob Smith, you had Angela Smith, and uh, Sue. Smith, and uh, you finally said, well, I am only hiring a white male Lutheran Protestant <laughs> fellow. And he's got to like meatloaf. And, and his <laughs> name can't be Smith. <laughs> and, and if you announce that, <laughs> what, what, how, and the other ones found out about it, guess what? Well, you know, what, what cracks me up is well, you the, get sued. the uh, Federal Communications Commission has stringent criteria for how we, you know, how we report, who we hire, how we hire. I mean, all this stuff is highly regulated in the broadcast industry. You can't just say, hey, I like old Earl over there. I'm going to hire him. I mean, you've Mm -hmm. got to go through a lot of hoops to hire somebody. And if you came back and said, well, I decided I just want to hire a black woman or a white man, (laughs) I think you'd be in pretty big trouble. All right. Call us now on this topic or any others, 1-800-795-9565. Talked a little bit about Whoopi Goldberg's big gaffe, saying Jewish people aren't a race, or Jen Psaki's remarks that uh, uh, the, um, what did she say? Oh, that crime is uh, going down and that she just, Fox is telling a lie. She also said yesterday that President Trump is unfit for office, so we can read that clipping as well. That's from The Hill, a left-leaning national news organization or blog. Uh, but we'd love to hear from you on the topic of your selection, one 800 795 i got to tell you about the Sunbury Motor Company and the experience that I had last week when it was time to switch vehicles. I was driving around in the new Edge and uh, found out that they had another their tuna boat truck. They wanted me to drive an F-350 dump box truck that was going to be going out to one of the fine local townships around here. But I'm always nervous driving dump trucks around, so I didn't do it. But I sat in it. I even made you got a CDL? Uh, no, I don't. You, know, you don't need it for this. It's oh, okay. just a uh, four six-wheeler. So, But uh, nonetheless, didn't have the plow on it yet, didn't have any salt in the back. But it was a perfect truck for the perfect team, and it was the perfect price for the local municipality. And I'll tell you what. They can do exactly for you what they did for this township and they did for me when we were driving around in a different truck last week. It's an opportunity for you to find the perfect vehicle at the perfect price. And because folks like uh, Jeff and Ernie and Austin and Jason and Alphonse are making things happen, and they are just love to take good care of you. The Mertz family's been doing the same thing, exactly the same shtick <laughs> for over 100 years, helping out uh, folks who need a vehicle, the right vehicle at the right price. And they've always had this address you've, uh, for as long long as you and I have been alive, you've been able to go to this address and find a vehicle, sunburymotors.com. There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake, a service technician who really knows what he's doing. They can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area. 
That's Sunbury Motors, where you get selection, knowledgeable salespeople, and prices that fit your budget, and more important, that friend you can trust. Welcome to Sunbury Motors, Kia, Ford, and Hyundai. You could shop other dealers and compare prices, but at Sunbury Motors, you get their lowest price promise. They research the current used vehicle market and guarantee their used car prices are the lowest. If you find a lower price, Sunbury Motors will beat it. Three dealers, all in one. See their full new and pre-owned inventory at sunburymotors.com. Pick out a vehicle you like and schedule your test drive online. Follow them on Facebook. Sunbury Motors Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. All right, yeah, we're talking about race. doesn't matter if you're black or white. Thank you, young Michael. You well, I Michael thought Jackson. this comment was interesting. It says, interesting, the State of the Union on Mardi Gras Fat Tuesday. Great. Who will throw the beads at Nancy and Kamala? A great day to have a discussion about country while a good number of folks are in a hazy state <laughs> and or a party bender. <laughs> yeah, we're going to have to have March 1st is what, a Monday or it's a Tuesday? So Fat Tuesday. Oh, that's silly. Isn't Okay. That Fosnot Day? Yep, yep. <laughs> okay. So we're going to have to get some real Fosnot Day. Yeah, well, that'll probably be what they do. The State of the Union will be a bunch of people in the Supreme Court and other places eating Fosnots. And then Rob says, good morning. The statement that a black woman has never been considered for the Supreme Court is not provable. No one knows if any president had one on the list or second list of justices, but they didn't make the final cut to be considered. Not everything gets leaked to the press. Good point. Well, who said that no black woman's ever been considered? Uh, one of our callers, I oh, believe. Oh, okay. All right. I'm not certain about that, but the implication was there for sure. Not I. Well, the bottom line here to me is the president has a choice to make. And let's hope, let's hope that our president makes a good one and that she is given a fair hearing. And incidentally, did you get? Did you sign up to get your free home COVID test that President Biden is sending out? Mm-hmm. Uh, did you get them yet? No, I think they start coming next. Uh, this is the weekend. No, I actually got mine over the weekend. I got We got ours over the weekend, too. And guess where they were made? If I could guess finish my sentence, made. this is the week they start arriving, and it goes up to and including the 9th of February. And guess where ours were made? China. Korea. They're all, oh, okay. Korea. Well, they're all made in Asia. <laughs> I got mine on Saturday. That's the only way to Why make money make is to have stuff America, made overseas. Huh? Why don't we do that here in America? President Biden's talking about bringing jobs uh, back Some here. are coming from the U.S., but most are coming from overseas. Because they coming? make things less expensively there. Business so, people, strangely enough, you'll be shocked to hear, are in the business, too. But the government. What this, are was the, the, was, this was the government's decision, right, to buy these. Right, to buy them. They could them. have specified that we want tests made in America. Well, then every man, woman, and child in America wouldn't get one, then, because we don't have the capability in the U.S. That's, That's a, the problem. We don't have the capability anymore. We've let well, it but go. But it's because of global factors. It's not President Biden's fault. Well, this I'm has not happened long was, before he took office. But President office. Trump talked about putting America first and trying to bring jobs back well, to so America. So is Dr. Oz. You're, you're here. That's he right. Keeps talking Ross, about it. He does, and he's he's right to talk about it, don't you think? Well, I think that's how right. About that? Even that lady, the MAGA conservative who's running, I can't think of her name, Carla somebody or other at the moment. Look at the uh, issue we got with the chips. You know, it turned out that when the chips were down, we couldn't make them in the U.S. So well, now we, we can have to make go. them. We're starting to, President Biden right. said we're going to start making them. $976 trillion in government money subsidizing a business. Okay. But if you were going to subsidize, if you were going to subsidize something, wouldn't you subsidize manufacturing? 
manufacturing capability here in America? I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I'm just saying that, you know, a thousand things have happened in the U.S. I mean, look at the North American Free Trade Agreement, what that did to send work overseas to the borders in, in North and South America. Look what uh, uh, even President Reagan did, a lot of deregulation that allows overseas imports to thrive in greater numbers. It's it's an ongoing issue that's been underway well, in the U.S. President Biden e- didn't exacerbate it. This one world economy is not good for the United States of America. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're left without what we need to survive. Oh, Chris gets a minute. Go ahead, sir. You have an open yeah, mic. I, I welcome that lady. I welcome fact-checking. I hope she does. She didn't mention anything that was wrong, of course. And to Joe, Sandra Day O'Connor got nominated. The vote was 99 to nothing. So I don't think anybody was saying those things about her. I think that's uh, a misremembrance on your part. <laughs> well, Joe does a lot of misremembering. He's quite aged, and so this is what happens sometimes. Well, it's assumed, it's assumed that people said nasty things, but back then they didn't about uh, Supreme Court nominations automatically. Gotcha. Know? All right. Noted. Thank you so much, sir. Bye. Thanks for filling in. All right. We appreciate that. All right. Everybody get your uh, thinking caps on for tomorrow. Uh, we will have open phones again. We'll talk about the news issues of the day. We can talk about local, state, national issues of your selection. And we can talk about this U.S. Supreme Court nominee. Of course, our president, no matter who it is, has often dominated the show. And our uh, terrible U.S. Congress has often dominated our thoughts and conversations and words and remarks. And so we can do that. But it is an open and phones. So let us know in advance what we want to do or what we can do tomorrow. We'll talk about President Trump being unfit for office. So that can uh, be something to stew over for tomorrow. Another listener says uh, Janice Rogers Brown nominated for a circuit court position by George W. Bush was filibustered for two years. She could have been in line for a U.S. Supreme Court position. That's true. Well, yeah, the filibuster. You know, these impasses of uh, nominees. At least President Trump managed to get some federal judges through, and that's what President Biden is doing. So I, I got a quick question. How do you filibuster for two years? Yeah, that's a good question. <laughs> I mean, that's a long time to not stop talking. No, they meaning they're using the filibuster uh, majority vote. needs 60% of people to start an argument. Yeah, 60%, right? Yeah, 60%. Or 60 votes. All right. Thank you, Kevin. Good question. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Listen to ESPN on WKOK. They're going to be talking on the Dan Patrick Show about Tom Brady retiring. This is WKOK Sunbury.